Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Good Place. Discussing season three, episode nine, titled Janet's. My God. <laughs> My freaking God. This episode. <laughs> this episode is incredible. It is so amazing. It is so utterly spectacular. In every possible way. This is one of the best episodes in the entire show. It is so smart. It is so clever. Uh, It is really, really creative. And it is just a very, very fun time. Uh, So, (laughs) the big hook for this episode, the thing that makes it different, is that everyone's in Janet's Void. All the humans have shown up in Janet's Void. And they're all Janet. All of them are Janet. Eleanor is Janet. Chidi is Janet. Tahani is Janet. Jason is Janet. Just a whole bunch of Janets just running around (laughs) Janet's void. And it's so great. It's so fun. Like, this episode, so much of it is essentially Darcy Carden putting on a one-woman show. (laughs) That is essentially what this episode is. And it's great. And she nails it. Honestly, everyone likes to talk about Ted Danson or Christian Bell or William Jackson Harper or any of those people. The most skilled performer on The Good Place is Darcy Carden. Uh, Because we've already seen her play Good Janet, our Janet, uh, and also... The bad Janets. We've also uh, seen her play bad Janet. And she's differentiated those two roles very, very well. This episode kind of cements her as just, like, the best performer on this show. Because she has to play, like, six different characters. She has to play the Janet we know. She has to play all the main four characters of this show as Janet. She has to play neutral Janet (laughs) in the accounting office, which neutral Janet is great. I really, really enjoy neutral Janet and her bland conversation. The the head accountant will either see you or not see you at a certain time, end of conversation. And she does a great job at that, but particularly the four humans as Janet. You can tell... She spent a lot of time going through past episodes of The Good Place and watching Kristen Bell as Eleanor and watching William Jackson Harper as Chidi and watching Jamila Jamil as Tahani and Manny Jacinto as Jason. Like, you could tell she spent a lot of time studying their performances because she 
nails, like, their manner of speaking, uh, their mannerisms, like, every little detail of every single one of their performances. Like, everything Darcy Carden says or does as each individual character, you can see Kristen Bell delivering those lines in that exact way. You can see William Jackson Harper or Jamila Jamil or Manny Jacinto uh, delivering those lines in those exact ways. Like, she just is so, so perfect, and, like, the amount of chemistry she's able to maintain with herself, uh, she's able to carry the chemistry that those four leads have into her performance, like, just bouncing off of herself, and it's just really, really fun. It's really, really fun to watch Darcy Carden flex her range, flex her acting muscles, and just watch the chaos that ensues when just... Everyone is Janet. <laughs> like, it's just utter chaos. Uh, they all get her summoning power, so they can all summon whatever the hell they want. Which is its own brand of crazy. <laughs> I especially love the moment where Jason Janet uh, accidentally summons Pillboy and a hot tub. <laughs> and just, like, his Pillboy construct is like, yeah, I was sitting here. Not being. And then, I was. <laughs> oh no, I'm nothing again! <laughs> that might be hands down the funniest moment in the entire episode. <laughs> uh, and this is causing all kinds of problems. Janet herself is glitching out. <laughs> it's just, it's absurd. The whole thing is completely and utterly absurd and i love it and it's so so great uh but while all this chaos is happening uh on the outside michael and janet are in the accounting department and we get a storyline that completely changes the entire narrative trajectory of this show we get to see a we get a look inside the accounting department we get to see how the points are tallied uh, we get to see how the proverbial sausage of the afterlife is made. Uh, I also, <laughs> I especially love that uh, when when someone when someone does a new thing that has never been done by anyone on earth, they have to go in and examine it, and like a whole bunch of accountants have to look over it. Most of it's weird sex stuff <laughs> to the point where they have a guy whose entire job it is to look at and examine weird sex things. <laughs> they have a weird sex things guy and that dude hates his job. Like his first line is, hey, have you processed my request for suicide? <laughs> Cannot handle his existence looking over weird sex things. <laughs> uh, I also <laughs> I also love how they they found out they're looking over the points and they're like, oh, here's a couple in Japan who wants to have a destination wedding. Well, that's negative whatever points. 
Oh, and that's a destination theme wedding. Another negative uh, so-and-so points. I forget what the third thing was, but, like, <laughs> you basically looked at it just like, oh, they're doomed. <laughs> they're in the bad place. Eternal damnation for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they assure Michael, hey, the bad place can't possibly be tampering with the point system. I know you're afraid the bad place is tampering with the point system. That's not possible. That's not a thing. F off, you idiot. And Michael asks to look at a specific profile, Doug Forsett. And we find out that Doug Forsett, someone who has spent his entire life trying to be a good person, isn't even close to making it into the good place. Isn't even close to making it in he is also screwed, along with the rest of humanity. Like, Michael asks the accountant to look into who's gotten into the good place over the last year. No one. Last three years. No one. When was the last time someone got in? 512 years ago. 512 years ago. Think about that. 500 plus years ago, that's like 16th century. Uh, that is 1500s. So there are a lot of like huge, influential, important figures who have done really, really amazing stuff or in that 512 year time frame and none of them got in. Like, not a Harriet Tubman, not a single golden girl, none of them are in. So something's up, something's wrong, and Michael's insisting, something's wrong, something's wrong, something's wrong, something's wrong. Bad places hacked your system, bad places hacked your system, bad places hacked your system. Like, you gotta do something, you gotta do something, you gotta do something. And this dude's like, no, 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 the math is infallible, the numbers are infallible, it's a perfect system. You got a problem? Go up to the good place, take it up with the committee. And Michael is just sitting, stewing in uh, all of his uh, pain and anguish, and just like, yeah, this is worthless, what are we gonna do now? Like, who's gonna help us? And Janet immediately says, pretty much what everyone's thinking at this point, Michael has to be the one to fix it. They keep saying, like, they keep looking for someone who's going to have all the answers, and that person doesn't exist. It's Michael. Michael's the only person who can fix all of this. Michael's the only person who can figure all this stuff out. Michael's the only person who can do the thing, who can fix the system, whatever that looks like. And so now we kind of see Michael sort of, sort of figuring out that he has to take on this big leadership role in reforming the afterlife. While all this is happening, chaos is going on in Janet's void. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jason Janet and Tahani Janet discover Janet's entire log of information and find out that 
uh, Janet is madly in love with Jason and that they were married in one of the previous reboots. So, there's that. That information's out there. Uh, and Eleanor Janet and Cheaty Janet spend the entire time essentially debating whether or not they're in love. (laughs) Which is a weird way to say it, but... That's literally what happens. They spend literally the entire episode debating whether or not they're in love. And it's pretty great. It's pretty spectacular. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's a great little arc, and I love, like, Cheaty Janet just insisting, like, no, that wasn't me, that wasn't me, that wasn't me, that was a different Cheaty from a different timeline with a different set of memories that I don't have, different set of experiences that I haven't gone through, like, that's not me, that's not me, uh, your feelings for that guy are irrelevant, I am not him, yada yada yada, and Eleanor, Eleanor Janet literally calls out Cheaty Janet, and flat out says, hey, you're very clearly just going into this, uh, rant about the self and very clearly going into this philosophical thing just to prevent you from having to talk about your feelings at all. You're very clearly just trying to deflect. And then she just goes immediately back to philosophy talk. And so they're trying to hammer out their feelings, trying to hammer out their feelings. Uh... Eleanor keeps insisting there's something here, there's something here. Chidi keeps denying, 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 denying. Uh, I especially love the moment where (laughs) Eleanor Janet goes undercover as Jason Janet. (laughs) Like, Eleanor starts acting like Jason the entire time. (laughs) And eventually Chidi Janet catches on. (laughs) But it's just, it's more like clever use of... The everyone is Janet thing. The everyone is Janet concept. Like, it's just more of a clever use of that. But anyway. Eleanor Janet and Cheaty Janet are having this whole argument. Eventually, it results in Eleanor completely losing track of who she is. And just transforming into a bunch of different people. Transforming into... Like, all these random individuals, like, not knowing who she is. And that is causing Janet's Void to completely break down. Like, they are, like, literally ending the universe of Janet. So, like, Chidi is trying to talk Eleanor down uh, and is talking about... How brave Eleanor is. How great of a person she is. uh, How she essentially saved his life with the whole Peeps Chili debacle. (laughs) Uh, And, like, like telling Chidi, uh, telling Eleanor how much he admires her. And this results in Chidi Janet kissing Eleanor Janet. Like... Like, we get this weird, like, Janet-on-Janet makeout sesh (laughs) in the middle of this episode. And it's pretty great. And I gotta say, this seems like a weird-ass thing to talk about. But the technical element of this Janet-on-Janet makeout sesh, like, it's fairly seamless. Like, 
shockingly so. They make you believe that Janet is making out with Janet. <laughs> they make you feel it. Uh, and it's at this moment that everyone changes back into their real forms. So Eleanor Janet is now just Eleanor. Chidi Janet is now just Chidi. Uh, Tahani Janet is now just Tahani. Jason Janet is now just Jason. And Janet barfs them all up. This is a weird episode. <laughs> this episode's bizarre. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I kind of... See, here's the thing. Here's how comfortable I've gotten with the writing of Good Place. I honestly didn't realize how weird this episode was until I said... They all turned back into humans and then Janet barfed them up. I, I I didn't know how weird that was until I said it out loud. Like, that... Now I'm starting to realize... God, this show's a fever dream. <laughs> I'm starting to realize that. But anyway. They, uh... They're all out. And... The, uh... The accountants hit the alarm because... Uh, all the humans are fugitives... And Michael sort of causes chaos by slapping a corner piece cake on the ground <laughs> and running away. They lock themselves in the office, take the book of Doug's, uh, ride the tube up to the good place, uh, and they're now in the good place. Eleanor, Chidi, Tahani, Jason, Janet, and Michael, they have escaped to the good place. So, yeah, we're here, man. We're in the real, real good place. And everything's great. And everything's perfect. And not a single thing can go wrong. Uh, wait, um, I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning now that, uh, there's still another 16 episodes left in this series, uh, where things can very much go wrong, uh, and things are not perfect yet, uh, just learning this now, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I take back what I said, uh, but, yeah, this is a great episode, this is a really, really great episode, we only have three episodes left in this season, and then that's done, and then we move on to the fourth and final, so, yeah, a lot of stuff still to come, uh, if you like this, Favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, but just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to uh, the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 10. Talk to you then.